What's up, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, Dog Mom Mentality, where we strive to play with dogs and not emotions. I am your virtual bestie, Caroline, and I have my furry friend here, Layla, and we are going to give you a break from your day to talk about all things dogs and emotional well-being. If you have ever been emotionally affected by your dog, then this is the podcast for you. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality Podcast, and all of my wishes are coming true because I have Dog Dad on the podcast with me today, his first podcast ever. He's listened to me do it a lot, but he never expected that. I didn't ever expect either that I would coax him into doing one with me, so... What up? <laughs> no matter the age of your pet, so much planning is involved when setting them up for success. From the hours of training to the socialization to the confidence building. But have you ever considered that the thing causing them a difference in their behavior, whether it's agitation or anxiety, might be a bit more complex than just training? This past year, I began to factor in how Layla's digestion could be affecting her behavior and mood. I didn't previously consider this because it really isn't something that you can outwardly see, nor could she communicate that to me. But after reading her food label, I decided to find a brand that was more balanced, holistic, and fueled her for all of our training and play sessions. But I still wanted it to be convenient for me and all of our trips and even hand feeding. This is when Solid Gold entered our lives. Layla was immediately obsessed with their food and I am equally obsessed with the benefits she gets from it. Up to 80% of a pet's immune system is influenced by the gut, making the nutrients, vitamins, and minerals so important to your pet's overall health and well-being, which, you guessed it, also includes things like their nervous system and behavior. Layla has been eating Solid Gold's new Nutrient Boost line, which is powered by plasma, making it extra nutritious, extra delicious, and providing extra immunity. The added plasma ingredient works to reduce inflammation and increase absorption, making sure that she gets every nutrient possible in her little tummy. And all of this is in kibble form, making it extremely easy and functional for us. Beyond their large variety of customizable food, Solid Gold also makes meal toppers, flavorful bone broths, and supplements. You can snag their products on Amazon, Chewy, Petco, and PetSmart. And find all the details about Solid Gold on their website, solidgoldpet.com. That's also linked in the show notes. Layla assures you that you will not regret checking out Solid Gold for your pet. Okay, wow, I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah, are you? Very excited, extremely. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm probably not going to be able to like stop giggling. Okay, so the reason that this happened is because I decided I wanted this episode to be about the defining moments with Layla. Like, what are some like defining moments that we've had that have like really set the tone or like changed the game or like our relationship. Um, 
And so, you know, I was thinking like Layla's first ever reaction and like the first time I got her to play like outside of our house and like our first pack walk and like big things like that. And so I was in the car and I asked Bobby, I said, what is like a defining moment with Layla? For me, you know, it was like (laughs) the first time she took a dump outside was like a huge deal. Like, I mean, we had made it at that point. Like, we were in in there now. Because she took her first shit outside as a puppy. Because prior to, (laughs) we got her in the winter. And so she was not super well potty trained. And then the snow made it even harder. And I spent one specific day walking her outside for two hours thinking, you know, well, eventually she's going to have to. Yeah. And it was like snowing. I had Crocs on. Ended up with like mild frostbite like and she would not use the bathroom and then as soon as we got inside use the bathroom in the house yeah but then a week it was like a week later she like finally realized to use the bathroom outside and then like i did not have any like (laughs) high hopes that she knew that that's what she needed to do when she actually did it it was just like oh my god yeah you know now (laughs) whenever you said that i literally started cracking up because i was like thinking of like her reactivity and everything and like I guess more so my relationship with her and you were like yeah the first time she took a shit outside it was such a big deal (laughs) well I mean to be fair to my expectations like for owning a dog to what yours have turned into like I had the bar pretty low like right use the bathroom outside don't get on my nerves too bad like we're good but that thing's kind of evolved for sure for sure what was something else that you said? Oh, you said letting her play with one of the bigger dogs whenever she was really little was like, you think that that was a defining moment because it like shaped her like personality and play style. Well, I don't, at the time I wouldn't say I thought that. Right, but, but hindsight. Like, in hindsight, for sure, like what we like let her do in those moments and like definitely encourage because it, right. it was just fun play, but like. She it wasn't made big, her so rough. Yeah, yeah, and she wasn't big enough to cause any harm, but, like, and Nova was, like, not a dog that, like, we had to worry about right. doing anything to Layla, but, right. you know, like, that's not how it's always going to be. Right, but she was, like, it was probably, like, her second or third day with us, like, home, and she was, like, I don't know, three or four months? No, like, three months, and Nova was, like, a two-year-old, two-year-old dog, like, pound. huge dog. Compared to her, and she was, like, 15 pounds, and she was, like, rough with Nova. Like, she was not letting Nova, like, win. win. (laughs) And she was so small. (laughs) I mean, we were like, yeah, go Layla! (laughs) Um, I think that, like... Actively encouraging it. Yeah, encouraging it. Yeah, and then now we're like, man, she plays so rough. Exactly. Like, And she knows no personal space, like, boundaries when it comes to, like, other dogs. Right. And that's, like, something that we've really had to work on. Okay. These are one so other good. Thing. There was one other thing. I remember. Yeah, because I've been thinking more, like, <laughs> from an emotional standpoint. But I, like, like, this is why I wanted, like, your perspective on this, too, because you just, like, see it from such a different view. Oh, I remember what it was. Like, when I we got out of school and transitioned right. into like post quarantine and I started work and I was traveling for work. Right. That was a big moment for me 
it was like a sense of security on the road knowing that you had Layla as like a companion. It was like, well, I didn't really plan on them being best friends. Like I didn't really right. think about your all's relationship like in depth at all, like more so than I just wanted a dog. Nor did we know I would have that job at the time, but it right. was like, well, that worked out perfect. Yeah. Well, it worked out, but at the same time, that was also like... The beginning. The beginning the real of beginning. like her like reactivity and me going down a spiral and my anxiety was like at an all-time high and... And it really... Basically it, started dog mom mentality, if you think about it. I, that, <laughs> and, but also like with quarantine, that was really the first time like... We all three weren't together. Oh, yeah, true. Because during quarantine, I mean, I mean we were together every day. Every day. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a really big difference. Yeah, so whenever I think about, like, defining moments, I, like, don't even think. So everything that you have said so far, like, is all, like, from when we got her to, like, a year old. And that was, like, all before I really got into training her and everything. Right. Which is funny because I, like, don't ever really, like, think about that stage with her because I, like, wasn't really about her at that time. Like, I was not dog mom in it at right. all. I was just kind of like, yeah, like, he has a dog and I live with this dog, but, like, she's not my dog. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so, like, the first moment that I can think of that, like, really defines something like between her and I or like her her just in general was like the first time that I ever took her on a walk and she got so scared of a skateboard and she was in a harness and like we were we had her in a harness because we like did not know like what reactivity was and she was pulling too much and choking herself on a collar and so she was in a harness and she got scared of a skateboard um this was like one of the times that a skateboarder like came right up to us and like kind of stopped right in front of us on the skateboard and she got really scared and she was like running back home and like almost like hyperventilating and the reason I remember it so much was because I remember thinking like oh my god I know like exactly what she's going through it's almost like she's having an anxiety attack and I've like related to that because I've had anxiety attacks and like I just remember thinking like wow I don't even like like this dog that much because like she's annoying and like we don't have any kind of relationship and she doesn't listen to me but like I felt so much for her in that moment because it was like a connection for the first time it's weird how like we never really had any instances of that kind of thing happening because before we lived in Ashland right and it was like quieter quiet exactly it was during quarantine so people were literally scared to go outside and it it was just us on the road for three four miles at a time like walking around and stuff no big deal but like then we moved to lexington and just a whole different ball game like right and we have neighbors right on top of us compared to like where we were staying during that time so and then i i had to go into the office every day so you were spending 16 hours like with her yeah yeah like all of your awake hours were with her right. i mean we thought she was just going to be like dog that stayed in the crate for 8 <laughs> hours a day while we were at work and I then know. and then quarantine like, yeah boom everything changed like, right yeah moving from where we were like from my mom's house to here was a really big difference in terms of like the environment. things environment the things that she was like socialized to and like 
desensitized to kind of thing. Like she, she just like didn't really have that much exposure there because it was so much like quieter compared to here. And we had more time to like give her attention because we weren't working. No, I mean we we were in school, but like we were not in school. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And like then you, I mean you have to be like doing something right. Well, especially the way you are, like you're working. Like you can't just give something that's full attention. Right. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um, the other well, okay, to go back to that point though, after that walk, that was the last walk that I think I did with her off of our street for like three or four months. I think after that walk, because it wasn't on our street, it was on a couple streets over. And I think after that walk, I only would walk her on our street. Or like the next three to four months. I think that was probably in like maybe August or September. And I didn't walk her off of our street again until probably like December, maybe. Um, it was it was a pretty long time. Because one, like I didn't want to put her in that situation and like I didn't want to like deal with it, like because it was like embarrassing and like emotional and I just, like, wanted to resist it. But at the same time, if I were to try to walk her off the street, like, if we were to turn to go on, like, that main road there, Mm -hmm. she would, like, freak out and turn around and, like, start trying to, like, run back to the house. So it's not like she would even let me. Right. So that was, like, kind of the start of isolation, which sucked because then it was, like, we couldn't really give her that much exercise. And then we were, like, confined to the house. Right. Yeah. That was a, that was a big one. But then the other defining moment that I could think of was the first time that I tried to walk her off the street after like we had been like doing some training and stuff and it was going okay. And then we like got off of our street, which was like a big deal. And we only walked like a block and then there was an intersection. It was that one like right over there. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, a truck that came by that made, like, a super loud noise, and she reacted super bad, and it was, like, busy at that time. Like, I think it was a nicer day in, like, December or January, so there was a lot of people out, and it was probably, like, around school time, too, like, three or four Mm o'clock, and I just remember being so freaking embarrassed because... She was, like, running all over the place. Like, I could not get a hold of her. There was, like, another owner and dog around. There were so many cars coming by. I just felt like everyone was looking at me like, somebody needs to help that girl and her dog because, like, the dog's going nuts. Yeah. And that was, like, so embarrassing, I can remember. Um, And then after that, I was like, okay, I guess we're walking on our street, like, from now (laughs) on again for, like, the next month. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it was like you know I owned dogs or whatever mm-hmm. like we talked about for twenty four years up to that point, but never a breed like Layla, nor like a situation where it's like if this is a house dog, but also it needs like and like energy outlet. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I've I've had dogs where you just let them outside all right. the time, and they kind of take care of themselves and come. I mean, when they need to, or little small dogs inside that aren't physically capable of that. So, yeah, like, like they don't need like totally beyond the my outlet. like right, like what I had dealt with up to that point. And you were like, what you were learning via social media and just all 
the stuff you were researching and like as much hard work that you put towards stuff like you lapped me or surpassed me like super quick and it was just like uh and I wasn't here right so it was like you were kind of on an island in a, in a sense like of trying to fix it right well I mean that wasn't like your fault because like it was your job like you were going on doing right like your travel work and stuff but I just became invested in it because like you said like I wanted to fix it. And that truly is what I wanted. Like, I wanted to fix it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to build this relationship with my dog. And I'm going to, like, learn about all this stuff so that we can, like, better communicate. It was more so, like, I just wanted to fix this problem so that I could get on with my life. Right. And then now it's, like, turned into something. A whole different animal. Yeah, a whole a whole different animal. And, like, I mean, for the better, right? Oh, gosh, I would yeah. say. I mean... <laughs> Nowadays, what she's capable of and just enjoyment that we right. get from her fulfillment is, I've never had a dog like that. I like know. A, a relationship with a dog. Right. It's like what, I don't know, I'm not even going to be like, it's what I've like always dreamed of because like I went into owning a dog with you, not having like a dream or any expectations because I was like, yep, it's going to be your dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take care of her. Right. Well, and, and they're just the way it all played out, like, she took to me because I, oh, yeah. we brought, I brought her back from, like, like by purchasing yeah. her and all that. So it was probably very easy to just be like, oh, he's Bond. got this covered. Like, right. I mean, she just followed me around for the first month. Yeah. And then, I mean, she got huge. Like, right. I remember I was with my mom because I was away. I was on a trip seeing my mom, and <laughs> I just remember being like, okay, mom, like, I think we're going to get a dog. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, I think, like, have you done your research? Like, who's going to do what? And then I just remember being like, yep, here's the dog. Like, it's in Bobby's car. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive. I know. I know. And then, okay, I'm trying to keep this short, but I feel like I could talk a long time about this topic but another defining moment which was also like during the time that she like we couldn't walk her off like the street and stuff because of her like fear was we got the jolly ball because mm -hmm. i remember being like wow this like thing is like wearing her out right and being like this is like gonna substitute for like the long walks that I wish I could take her on mm -hmm. but like I can't freaking walk her off the street because she's scared of everything so we're gonna let her play with the herding ball in the backyard and that's gonna like physically wear her out right but that also brings up the point that you said earlier about like realizing that it yeah it was not just like physical even before, exercise sorry even before like you went down the rabbit hole like while we were still in school, we realized, like, oh, you could throw a ball for eight hours and this dog is not going to get tired, or nor fulfilled, probably. And, like, it was like, we got to do something different. And that's when we were like, oh, mental, looking up mental simulation, right. like, trying to get her to learn to stay and, like, just very, very basic things at the time. But it was like, that was the only, like, emotional and mental, like... Yeah, she needed that. Uh... Like, that was the only way you were going to wear it down, not, like, I mean, she was built to... Run all day. Exactly. So, yeah. 
I mean, it had to be more than that. And that probably like is also what helped you like start to figure out, um, like going down the rabbit hole of, oh, like this dog, like is a lot more complex mentally than right. we ever realized. Like, oh yeah. I mean, they're smart dogs. Yeah. Like, She's way too smart. <laughs> no, I've never had one that a personality or b like felt like it understood what you were trying to get it to do. Like, yeah. Like completely understood. I know. The the shaping that I've been doing her doing with her with like picking up the leash. That's so wild to me. Like I love watching her do it because she, you can really like see her think about it, and like I, it's it's wild because I never could have done that with like, I don't think I ever could have done that with any other dog like that I've, yeah, like that I've I've had growing up or like family friends dogs or like, you know what I mean? Like I don't think that I could have ever done that with any other and like, pet. I mean, I've had hunting dogs, but most of the time, I mean, that's their natural instinct to right. do what they were do, what we were. Want them, want them to do like you like she can do stuff that's like not at all like like intuitive to like the dog right natural instincts like just figuring things out because she's putting pieces together yeah like you said of like whether you're moving your eyes and looking at something right. or like saying something in a certain pitch or tone or the like, patterns like you like she now knows that like whenever I make my lunch she goes to her crate. Right. And, like, I never told her to do it or anything. She just, like, has picked up the pattern. Like, okay, after mom makes her lunch, like, I go to my crate for a nap. Right. <laughs> or after she goes out to use the bathroom around lunch right. or nighttime. Like, okay, it's time for bed or right. time to take my nap. Yeah. I think that's so wild how she picks up on patterns so easily. But it also kind of sucks because, like, that's, how, like, one of the ways that I felt like some of, like, mine and her – like, we distance each other more. Um, well, we did at one point because, like, with her crate, whenever she was having, like, the crate reactivity mm-hmm. and crate aggression, that, like, I would – like, she would pick up on the pattern of, okay, after this, I go to my crate. And so then it wasn't like she was acting inappropriately in her crate. Now it was like, okay, I'm going to – she was going to act inappropriately, like, a step before her crate. Like, or a step before that. And, like, it just kind of, like, would build upon each other because she knew after this I go to my crate. And so I would get tensed up to even, like, take her out on the night, on her night potty walk because it was, like, she knew after that she was going to go to her crate. And so she would, like, start, like, getting antsy and anxious and all of that. Yeah, acting out. Right. Yeah. And I did now that we're talking about all this, I would say another, like, defining moment was that transition where it was like, okay, we're not just going to leave food out, like, for her to graze. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that was that's a good point. I mean, she used to just delete her food instantly and, like, drink all her water. And then we moved here, and it was like we left it out. And, mm-hmm. like... We were, like, free-feeding her. Yeah, and he was more into the water, but still, like, didn't really... She had, have, like, no food motivation. Right, and... It's like that is totally different. I yeah. mean, for for good, like it it allows you to like motivate her and get her drive up to do things. But I mean, like that entire mental com like yeah, all of that is just wild that yeah. it evolved into what it did. 
Yeah, that's so true. And that that started whenever I started like trying to train her and like do anything with her to like fix mainly the the crate problem because that was like the biggest issue because it always had me on edge because it was like she was bite risk. Yeah. Like we she was a totally different dog in that sense. And then I like felt really limited on what like I could even do with her but she had all this energy and like I feel like all of those things compiled and that's like what really built up like my resentment towards her for a little bit. And it probably wasn't until like February or March of 2021 that I was like, okay, I actually like this dog. Right. <laughs> um, and that was really with play. Like whenever I started getting into like playing more intentionally with her and like learning about play and like how you can build a relationship through that. Like that was whenever I actually started liking her again. <laughs> <laughs> probably whenever she started liking me too. Um, probably the last defining moment that I can think of is, well, probably two. So one was the first time that I got her to play outside of our house with like, triggers and stuff around mm -hmm. that was a really big deal and it was only for like i'm not even kidding you like a minute like it was a very short period of time and like now she could go all day i mean she still gets distracted and stuff but like it's not something that i like worry about um but at that time that was like a huge deal because she was like getting super distracted and like she'd be anxious about everything going on around her and like it was a it was just a huge deal um that first time that I got her to play like outside of our house and then the probably the last one that I felt like was just more so like I feel like all of these prior to um getting her to play were more like negative in the sense of like I was learning things about her mm -hmm. and like it kind of caused me to like act, have more like negative emotions I guess and then from, like, March of 2021, it was more so, like, the things that were defining moments for me were, like, giving me hope yeah. to, like, keep motivating me, keep going forward, like, keep working on things with her. Um, There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Right, right. Because, the like, probably this isn't, like, the last defining moment for, like, our whole life or relationship or anything, but, like, probably a, a really big one was taking her on the trip to um Acadia oh yeah that was like probably a really that was just a huge defining moment because once she was so good yeah remember after it we were like the the person that had or the thing that had the best like mindset and like behavior and attitude the whole time was Layla yeah I mean, <laughs> because I there was, were times that we were like getting pissed at each other I was worried that beforehand that it was just going to be difficult for us to enjoy our time. Because of Layla. Because Layla would be such a handful. and But, I mean, that's not to say beforehand that you didn't absolutely grind. Oh, like, yeah. On very specific, like, situations we were going to be in. in the right. Van. Getting her used to the van. Getting her crate set up in the van. Like, getting her to working go into on, like, it. Yeah, working on her being around people. And yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that might have been, like really the first time she like slept in the bed like, yeah i think a, it was too and like she's not a cuddly dog so that was like 
oh my gosh, like yeah. you want to lay with, with us? us? Yeah. Like, so that was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. But that trip itself, I remember she just acted so good. And it was like the first time that I ever felt like I was reaping what I sowed. Is that the, yeah. is that the, the phrase? benefits? But yeah, that, okay. is, that is a phrase. But you were getting the benefits yeah. out of like what you had worked for. Right. Yeah. And it was like, and not only was it just like, proving to people or myself like I have a good dog or anything like that it was more like I like genuinely like really enjoyed her company on the trip Mm -hmm. and like like she brought value to the trip from like an emotional standpoint like having fun like just enjoyment an extra set of eyes of safety right right because yeah because we were in the van like it was like just it was just so fulfilling on my part yeah like when we were in new york uh and we had that like two hour play session oh yeah with the frisbee that's really the first time i ever like she had caught the frisbee before that but like she was going off that day yeah catching it at farther distances than she ever had right and like i just remember her getting back up in the van and being beat yeah wore down and it was like now she's gonna be able to chill like the rest of the time like yeah like she was like honestly perfect on that trip and that was just such a good time like you know i mean there's so much time to kill when you do something like that like being able to just get out in the morning and the evenings and have her behave right and like have something to do that isn't just like sit there and stare at your phone right i mean like you said it was just rewarding yeah yeah yeah, and yeah, that was just like that was definitely like the first like I always look at that trip and like it gives me hope. Like whenever I feel like we're in a rut or I'm just like crap, like we can't get through this or like a challenge comes up or like we're regressing, like I always look back at that trip and I'm like we made that happen. She had the best time. She like we all enjoyed her. It, like, it was so fulfilling. And, like, that trip is, like, what always kind of, like, pulls me back to reality on, like, what we can do. And so that's why it's, like, such a defining moment for me. Do you have any other defining moments? Mm. <laughs> oh. I feel like not not that, like, we have stayed, like, stagnant or, like, complacent over the past year. But um, I feel like over the past year, like, we've been steadily, like, growing our relationship, growing our confidence, like, growing together, but there hasn't been anything, like, super major that significant. significant. Yeah, that's, like, a huge defining moment for me. Um, That's why, like, most of my defining moments were in, like, the year span from, like, summer of 2020 to like summer of 2021 like that was just like the huge time for us to like figure everything out and but we also haven't introduced any new obstacles i mean there for six months it was like pick the dog up and then you lived in morgantown and then we moved and quarantine yeah and and then we moved again and we moved again and like we had a lot going on so we finally like settled exactly right yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I actually feel like probably the biggest thing in the past, like, 
six-ish months would be the pack walk that I just went on Mm -hmm. because it kind of proved to me that these labels that I was pushing onto her, like how she didn't respect other dogs' boundaries and she was too energetic to be like around other dogs that were like fearful of dogs or reactive towards other dogs and like in terms of like scared of them, you know what I mean? Like if Layla is barking at a dog like across the street, it's because she's excited and she wants to play and all of that. Whereas some dogs, you know, they bark out of fear because they've been attacked before. They're scared of dogs, whatever. And um, I always just kind of like labeled Layla as like, she'll never be able to interact with other dogs because she's just like too much, too playful, like gets up in their face and like doesn't respect their boundaries kind of thing. And so going on that pack hike and seeing how well she was, like not only, well, one, it impressed me how she behaved around the other dogs because she like was doing everything that she should have done. Like she proved me wrong by like a million, but then her engagement with me and like her recall and check-ins and stuff made me so happy because I was like, wow, she like actually like is kind of value 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 you yeah i cannot say that valuing yeah (laughs) it's kind of like whenever i can't say uh what's that word it starts with an i yeah i know what you're talking about yeah um well and i this (laughs) may not be necessarily a defining moment per se but definitely like building off what you just said about recall and that Mm -hmm. stuff is when you were gone and it was just this past like two weekends ago or whatever and I was here by myself, the like you're like, wow, this isn't that hard mm-hmm. because of how well she knows like come and uh like heal and stuff right. like that. Like being able to take her to the dog park two mornings in a row. Right. And just like her do whatever I say. And me knowing Damn well, I didn't do that much, like, to get her able to do those things. Right. But she's just, like, it's so easy anymore. Like, it it really does when you're, like, by yourself kind of kind of thing. Like, you appreciate the crap out of it because you're, like, man, like, it was not like this at one point. And yeah. Then, and, like, like I said, I was by myself, which was the situation you are usually in when I'm gone. So it was like, yeah, this is, uh, this is nice. Yeah. Yeah. This is the way you want it to be. Right. Well, even you said like, cause you were, you weren't at like an actual dog park. You were at like veterans or whatever. Correct. Yeah. So, um, cause you said like, even whenever that other dog and owner like were on the trail and like they came up or whatever, you, you said like Layla acted really good. And like, you were just kind of surprised by that, Yeah. which I get it because it's like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like, you and I, which maybe not so much you, but I always am just, like, anticipating the worst thing to happen. Right. So I'm always, like, okay, got to be, like, prepared to manage and, like, have treats on me and, like, be ready to, like, intervene if, like, Layla starts reacting or getting too excited. But, um, which you're not really like that as much. But in the sense of, like, you were there by yourself and typically it's me, you and her. Right. And it was just like easier for you to, like you didn't have to do anything. No, right. Like Cause it, she was just good. It was like, I could just say these magic words and right. she knew exactly what to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, well, thanks for talking to me on the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that wraps up another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality Podcast. I hope this is recording or what's going on here. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I'm not sure. Your face is like, oh, crap, is she going to make me talk again? (laughs) Okay, thanks for listening to another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality Podcast. And thanks for listening to Dog Dad and I. Bye. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality Podcast. My name is Caroline. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Dog Mom Mentality. And if you haven't already, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you are listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And if nothing else, I hope you get to play with your dog today.